Hi, today on the All Things Travel Show, we're talking about the new normal at Disney. Well, actually, it's the new normal for now at Disney anyway, because there's lots of changes, lots of things to consider as you're planning a trip, um, either with reservations or with actually going to the parks. So we're going to dissect it all today so that you know exactly what you need to do. This is episode number two, original air date, July 15th, 2020. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing good, Shane. How are you today? Doing well, thanks. It's been it's been a crazy week, and we are about to let everyone know why it has been so crazy. Oh, so many changes at Disney. So many, so many changes in policies and and how we do stuff. There's just there's a lot to talk about that, that people need to understand if they're planning on going this year or next year. So we mentioned you mentioned in the intro the new normal now at Disney. That is probably an <laughs> excellent way to put it because things have changed. Things changed so much when they announced their reopening after being closed a few months. And they still change frequently in those couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. I mean things like th- things Disney fans who have been to the parks in the in the past several years are used to fast passes dining reservations um character meet and greets all that stuff is all all that normal is is gone and we're we're having to kind of redesign trips with our clients that we work with we're having to think about you know how do we help people get prepared to have a have a good trip knowing that it's not necessarily going to be the same as they as they had last time. And I think we should remember that it this is Disney. So I, I'm as resistant to some changes as anyone else. So hearing that something is different might seem like it's not going to be great news, but this is Disney. They're going to find that we'll find a way and it will still be magical and it will still be the best possible vacation for anyone who wants to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Let's go with a question answer format. And okay. <laughs> what are some of these changes at Disney, Ryan? A couple of the things that you're used to having. Fast passes are gone. The park hours are changed, often, uh, shortened, um, depending on which park it is. There's no fireworks. There's no parades. Things that will have people congregating. Um, and probably the biggest change is you now have to reserve your spot in the park for that day using a a park pass system. So you actually go in and say, today we want to go to Magic Kingdom. On Thursday, we want to go to Animal Kingdom. And you actually get a reservation to visit that park that day. That's the biggest change. Um, There's no more park hopping. You have one park a day. And so for some of us hardcore Disney folks, that's a that's a change in our thinking about what our what our trip's going to be like. Pick one of those. The reservation that sounds great to me because it, it kind of seems like the parks aren't going to be as crowded. At least that's the way that Disney's putting it, right, is is that if we can control the number, we control the capacity, there's not going to be as many folks. I'm hoping that that's why there's no more fast passes or at this point we, we uh, don't know anything about a virtual queue um, using the, the My Disney Experience app or anything like that. So I, I really think people are hoping that Having a reservation means there's less people, means I can do more stuff. I don't know about your family, but my family's tolerance for waiting is about 20 minutes. So I'm really, I'm really <laughs> hoping that we don't, uh, we, we, we 
don't uh, get stuck with with longer wait times. But I, you know, I, I'm optimistic. Absolutely. And one of the things with the park pass that's interesting is as soon as you have your ticket reservations, so whether it's part of a package or if it's an annual pass or something like that, you can go in and immediately make that reservation. So I had a um, a family that I was working with last week um, when the 2021 packages came out and she had already booked a room only reservation at the Polynesian. And literally within minutes of me adding the, the tickets to her reservation number, she was able to go in and make the, the park passes um, and, and get all that set up. So it's, it's, if it works, which it, it's been doing pretty well, you know, it, the, the system, the system, you know, does what it's supposed to do as far as getting you your, your pass to the park that day. And that's part of the fun of the trip. It helps you anticipate what you're going to do when you're making these reservations before it was 180 days in advance for yeah. dining, but now, uh, still in advance it gives it's it's just that little dose of excitement to what what you have to look forward to when you get there absolutely disney just put out um that they're changing the advanced dining reservations to 60 days instead of 180 days and for our family with an upcoming trip in in a couple weeks that actually meant this morning um that i was able to get up and actually make uh dining reservations and the system worked well you know it was you couldn't use the app you had to get on the my disney experience through the computer but it worked very smoothly i was able to get everything i wanted the times i wanted and you're right you're you're looking at your itinerary now and there's park passes on there there's dining reservations and you're like oh my my gosh we're going to (laughs) disney again and you just you get that you get that feeling right it's coming up (laughs) <laughs> <Here soon. laughs> fast passes too i think well actually i know a lot of people who wanted who wished that disney would do away with the fast passes i, I guess i've seen it both ways people who enjoy them people who want to get rid of them if they're if they're they're going to find a way to make it still going to be magical still going to be enjoyable so whether it's lower capacity or maybe a, a virtual queue system I've heard that the one at Universal works really well. It, it does. It, it's a great system, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm somebody who really relies on fast passes. Um, my, my wife is a fast pass ninja. I mean, she just has figured <laughs> out the tr- the tips and the tricks and the ways to, you know, we're sitting at lunch and all of a sudden she'll 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 let out a yes. And, you know, I've got this for, for 120, <laughs> let's go. And, you know, and, and so, yeah, we, we, we live and die by the fast pass system. So again, th- this is something that, you know, everybody's going to kind of deal with at the same time. And so we're, we're anticipating, you know, that we're not going to miss that fast pass system. I, I think Disney will catch a lot of flack if, if lower capacities don't eat lower wait times. I, I think that's kind of what, what we're all waiting for. To, to see if that plays out, and then park hoppers. I, I think, I think they'll eventually come back as they get an idea. Because right, right now, nobody has, you know, as of today, right. July fifteenth, nobody has any idea of what next month is going to be like. Even with going back to school, going back to work, we just have to we're almost going to have to play it weekly. Yeah. And to Absolutely. see how things are. So 
And I, I, I bet they are building into their software infrastructure, into their planning. I bet they're building in a way to be flexible, to be agile, to, to make planning easy for us. I bet. Yeah, I mean, with the with the park pass system now, I mean, you basically go in, um, and it's almost like like choosing a fast pass. You choose your party, you choose your date, and then you look at each park and see which one is open. So I don't know, and by open, I mean which one still has capacity or, or has availability. Um, so I don't know why they couldn't do that eventually with park hopping. I totally understand why they're not doing it right now. But why couldn't sure. I am at Hollywood Studios for the morning and we want to go over to Epcot for dinner? You know, why couldn't I get on my app and say, oh, there's still spots available at Epcot. I'm going to go ahead and and um, maybe I have to do it when I'm out of Hollywood Studios. You know, maybe there's, um, you know, a, an availability to do that. I, I don't know. But it, it seems doable to me. The, the and, and coming from techie uh, that I am. <laughs> yeah, and coming from a, a software release background it it makes perfect sense to release an uh you know a, a version where without park copper and then get that version running smoothly yeah. running well and then introduce the the option or the feature to be able to hop parks so yeah it makes sense it, it, and i It'll commend work. disney you know that that they're they're taking some big steps back and really kind of locking everything down and then you're right kind of opening up as as they feel more comfortable and as guests feel more comfortable as a as a disney fan and as a park park visitor um i i completely understand that and and i i am more than happy to comply with that on my upcoming trip good man so what else i guess another thing we need to know about at least at least this year for the foreseeable future is that everyone will be required to wear masks while yep. in anybody the over two anybody over the age of two and for you know, my, my first thought with that is, how are we going to get little kids to keep their masks on? But but from what our friends saw, it, have seen at Universal, kids are a lot better about tolerating and dare I say enjoying the masks <laughs> <laughs> than than adults are than than us old folks. <laughs> yeah. So so. Masks for anybody, um, social distancing will be used, you know, so um, if you bought stock in the companies that make sidewalk stickers and signage and all that kind of stuff, you're doing pretty good because uh, that, that stuff will be out in full force. Um, and, and gosh darn it, Shane, one of the biggest things for me that's going away, buffets. Oh, man, I am just, you know, I'm a big Disney foodie guy. Um, literally and figuratively. And so, you know, the idea of not being able to go to beer garden and get exactly what I want when I want it <laughs> kind of, kind of bumps me out a little bit. Now there's still those, some of those restaurants are going to be open. Beer garden is going to be open, uh, but with a family style, um, offering. So, so you're still going to be able oh, to wow. enjoy as much as you want. It's just, a, it's just a different setup. Um, you know, like I said earlier, no fireworks, no parades, um, character meet and greets are going to be, um, no touch zones, if you will, you know, so, so you'll be able to see characters, but you won't be able to interact with them, uh, the way that you have in the past. So it, it's going to feel different. And, you know, one of the things that, that I'm working with my clients with, especially the ones that are still going in 2020, 20, 
the clients for 2021 still have, I'm, I'm managing their expectations by just saying, we don't know yet, but for 2020, you know, I have some clients that are really kind of struggling with, this is our first trip to Disney. You know, this is our, this is our kid's first experience with the castle. You know, we wanted to do this for our daughter or we wanted our son to see this. I don't know. You know, we're both dads as a dad. Do you, do you, do you go to Disney now? Um, or do you wait until the experience is more like what you experienced or what you want your kids to experience? I think every family will be different. And that's, it's up, it, that's where you and I can come in and help them make that decision. You know, we get to know the family and how, how safe they'll feel or how comfortable they'll feel and what they're, what they want to do. And, um, yeah, I think it depends on each family. I, one of my clients, <laughs> they were planning on their on their kid's birthday, twins' birthday on that day. We had reservations for them to go to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Absolutely, <laughs> very. And nice. so, and so now, of course, all the dining reservations were canceled, and then that reservation was canceled. And as of now, we don't know what Bibbidi. As of now, that's one of those high touch experiences mm-hmm. that won't be offered and but by october we don't know what it'll be like exactly exactly that's a different that's a little different scenario than others but um i i think in general my opinion is it's disney it's still going to be fantastic and unless you're just completely uncomfortable with crowds get your masks and go get used to yeah. walking, do some walking, get used to the walking. Go ahead. I don't want to get into that debate. That's another debate, but you have to one wear a mask in the park. If you think it's going to be an issue, start getting used to it now, along with getting used to walking. And in general, my advice is it's Disney. You got to go. So, so my next question is, would you feel safe? I mean, you, you, you say it's, it's every family's decision, but, but, if if I gave you a ticket to Orlando today and you know you could be having uh, dinner at Disney Springs tonight and you could stay in a resort there and go to the parks tomorrow, would you go? Would you feel safe? Yes, especially if you're giving it to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that <laughs> I think that with these parks, all of the all of the preparations they're making and the same especially with cruise ships i think cruise ships are going to be the most sterile and clean places <laughs> on the planet if you want to not get agree. sick i absolutely agree i absolutely agree i'm almost thinking that cruise ships will be the place to go to to not get sick especially assuming that they're going to be requiring testing before before boarding for me uh, a big my my fears being a alleviated or my concerns, I shouldn't say fears, my concerns being alleviated is, you know, the fact that Disney is a, is a private company, it's private land and they can mandate the the rules. And, and so I actually feel more safe going there where I know that, that they can, they can make decisions about who can be here, who can't be here as far 
far as the rules that they follow. And so I, I actually feel like it's going to be a safer environment than just being in a, in the general public. You know, if I go to a store right now, I choose to wear a mask, but other people around me don't, or, or maybe, maybe they don't, or, you know, so, so I, I think that's, that's one of the things that Disney and universal and places like that have in their favor is, um, they can actually do a lot more mandating. It seems than, than other places. Yeah. Especially, I don't know here in Texas, going to a store, there's very few people who, who wear masks and, um, you know, and if, if that is a concern, then, you know, people who are concerned about that get angry about going to a store and, and others not taking that precaution for them. Um, and the parks, parks are going to re- or will require that. I think Universal does. Six Flags here locally is going to require require them. So, yeah, if that is a concern, then parks might be the safe, a safer place to go anyway, other than, you know, staying at home and. Who wants to do that? (laughs) (laughs) This wouldn't be a good travel uh, show if we talked about staying at home all the time. (laughs) No. And, you know, and and certainly I think both of us will admit on our our opinions of that that we are partial. This is true. We're definitely biased towards travel. So I would, uh, you know, and (laughs) having said that, being partial to travel, I think that. I think that a little more travel, I think people getting some some trips on the books, even for 2021, I think it would alleviate a lot of the craziness in the world. <laughs> I think a lot of people are have some cabin fever um, and kind of don't they don't really see a light at the end of the tunnel, maybe. And I think just even a weekend getaway somewhere for April of next year, I think would would give everyone something to look forward to and i think it would just i think it would alleviate a lot of this anger and craziness in the world today i absolutely agree i think there there's something you know one of the things that personally not not even just professionally as a travel advisor but you know personally for me this as, as trips were moved as trips were canceled as we made the decisions to not have family trips that that are removed to 21, it's just there was an emotional toll to it, right? Of just like one more oh, thing yes. gets moved, one more thing is different, and and you know wh- one of the things that we'll talk a lot about in this show is is we both like to travel and we'll talk about our travels, and and so to not have that as part of your life is is hard if that's something you you love to do like like you and I do and so I I agree wholeheartedly just having something on the books you know having something to to look forward to um to to plan with your kids I I'm assuming you know both of our kids are at an age where they're part of the they're part of the planning process and that's just that's fun that's that's family energy for us that was, in fact, that was one of the things I did on our most recent trip is I taught my kid how to make fast passes and use the <laughs> app, and I put her in charge of it. <laughs> I made it her responsibility. If we don't get that fast pass, teach them the, teach them the family train, business. You're not getting dessert tonight. <laughs> <It's Yeah>. you. <laughs> You'll get to watch us enjoy our dessert. <laughs> So Ryan, what what should we tell everyone 
one about traveling to Disney for the remainder of 2020 for this last half of this very quickly passing <laughs> 2020. <laughs> well, it, it kind of depends where you're at. If you don't have any reservations right now, um, if you don't have any tickets purchased right now, there's really not anything you can do for the rest of 2020. Those will come out again, but we don't know the date of that. Um, so if you're in that camp, you just kind of have to hold off. If you have a reservation in 2020, and if you have not yet done your park pass, that's probably the first thing to do um, is to is to either like work right with now. your travel advisor, <laughs> like right now, like to, today, uh, like shut off this podcast and then turn Hit this pause. on here in a second when you're done. Hit pause, write a review, and then do your park passes. <laughs> <laughs> And I think I'm going to include so, a link to, to my Disney experience <laughs> so they can just tap the show notes, yeah, tap the link and, and take care of that right now. <laughs> um, so, so that's, that's the first and foremost. Now, don't freak out. We are not seeing many parks at capacity. Hollywood studios is the big offender there because everybody wants to get back and see star Wars and see Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway. Um, since that was, so that's going to be new to most everybody. Um, so that and needs it's a to happen smaller park. now. And it's a smaller park. So there, you're right. There is less, less real estate there. Um, and then, and then lastly, um, if you are within 60 days or at 60 days before your, your check-in date, you can get in and do your dining reservations. Um, and, and I, I keep saying work with your travel advisor. There is one caveat to that. Um, Disney has asked, that guests do their own park pass um, selections because as part of that, you are checking a, uh, essentially a waiver um, about COVID exposure. And so um, I don't know about you, Shane, but the folks that I've worked with for 2020, I just explained, hey, I'm not comfortable checking this for you. You're going to need to go in and do it yourself. And everybody's been, been perfectly fine with that. I think I felt less comfortable asking them to do it instead of, you know, because typically we do just about everything for them, for some of them. I felt less comfortable comfortable asking them to do it, and they didn't mind at all doing yeah. it. So I was I was and, happy and that they we were will so gracious. Certainly, yeah. And, and your, your travel advisor is going to talk you through that entire process. It's not – I mean – it's not, well, you just get on the app and you figure it out. I mean, it, we'll, we'll work with you step by step on how to do that. It's just Disney's asking that you do it rather than us. So that's really that, that's really what to plan for the rest of the year. Um, we don't know about the Christmas party yet. Um, we we the don't Halloween know party about was canceled. How, how, how the Halloween party was canceled. We don't know about the, the Christmas party. We don't know about New Year's. Um, so, so there's still some unknowns, but... Um, if you have a reservation, there are things that you can be doing right now to plan a wonderful trip. I bet they'll still put up the Christmas decorations, which uh, are amazing. Christmas is not canceled at the Magic Kingdom. And most <laughs> importantly, Christmas is not can canceled at the Grand Floridian. That darn gingerbread house is going to be there, and I'm going to be there with it, eating one of those gingerbread shingles. <laughs> I just got hungry for some reason. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that is all of our notes 
for the new normal now. The new normal we, now. Ryan, I heard you mention that you're a travel advisor. If someone is interested in booking one of these trips, how might they contact you? They can contact me a variety of ways. They can email me at ryan at creatingmagicvacations.com or they can reach out at disneytraveldad.com or or message me on Facebook at Disney Travel Dad. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show so you can join us next time on the All Things Travel Show. And remember, never stop exploring.